When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here with Jeremiah Stringer. Did you just see me knock my microphone sideways just now? <laughs> no. I literally took my thumb and it did this right here. Just He's a professional, folks. Yeah, a professional failure. Um, so, so Jeremiah, last, last episode, we talked about the perfect tent. Yes. And I think we came up with the perfect tent. I think so, too. And... We uh we still haven't sold the design to anybody, so if you're still out there no, looking, no, but we've gotten phone calls. Yes, many phone calls in the last fifteen minutes since we recorded market. that. Like we didn't we haven't even published it yet, and people heard about it. It was crazy. That's right. So uh, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. I want to talk about since we talked about the perfect shelter. Uh huh. I want to hit another one of the big three today. Yes. And I want to talk about the perfect sleep system. Oh, there's a lot of options out there. Dude. Yeah, and it will take it from the aspect of tents, because uh-huh. what we can do is at some point in the near future we can just talk about the perfect hammock setup. Yeah, and that'll hit everything. But the perfect sleep system in a tent. So let me ask you: Have you ever had a bad night's sleep in a tent? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I've had uh, almost every night. Yeah, day. I'm kind of the same place. You know, I was talking to Dan Becker. Uh huh. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or not. He's a he's a small little YouTuber out small there. Small YouTube though. channel. He's barely known by anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was talking to Dan, you know, Dan went from a hammock to tents. Yeah. And he actually can. sleeps better in tents than he does in hammocks. Or maybe he's figured out the system. Well, you know what he told me. What did he say? This is literally what he said. And he said in videos too, but he said, I just try to make how I sleep in a tent as close to how I sleep at home. As I possibly can. It's good advice. Yeah. And so my question is, how do we do that? How does Jeremiah Stringer, the king of Kentucky backpacking, mm-hmm. and John Kelly, the sidekick, come up with a great sleep system that allows for that? <laughs> you still can't get over the whole sidekick right. thing, can yeah. you? First of all, we're totally <laughs> equals. And John is a way better producer than I am. You do fantastic. I appreciate it. Um I'm going to say, at home, I have a king-size bed, all right? Oh, I'm jealous of that, man. Well, it's not by choice. I Everything was perfectly fine. And Bridget, if you're listening, I love you. One time, I went on a trip, and I came back, and there was a king-size bed in our bedroom. There was no discussion. It was there, a surprise. <laughs> it was a surprise. It was a expensive surprise. <laughs> what, a, what a great way to say thank you with such a... Awesome gift. Now, I am happy. Every time I get in and I'm like, uh, like I took a nap yesterday. Okay. I was thankful. Can I tell you a little history of why I don't have a king-size bed? Yeah, sure, absolutely. And what's really funny about it? Yeah, let's hear it. So, remember the days when you were dating and engaged? Oh. And for you, for Bridget, for mm-hmm. myself, Rhea, the, just the constant, like, fairy tale stuff that the ladies want, you yes. know? The perfect wedding, the perfect this, the perfect that. They want all these things to be like just amazingly like storybook, you <laughs> well, know? Well, they've been imagining it since they yes. were little girls. Exactly, exactly. And so 
my my wife, now wife, back mm-hmm. then girlfriend, she had a queen size bed. It's big enough. And and she was like, and she was like, I don't want a king size bed. And I was like, why wouldn't you want a king size bed? She goes, you'll be too far away. Oh. Fast forward, September 6th, 2014, <laughs> the wedding day. Yeah. We get to our cabin that we're staying in in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh-huh. for the honeymoon. We have a king size bed. Oh, man. And it was glorious. Yeah, you're not sweating all over each other. It was glorious. And by the end of that week, at this point, we've already got the bed. We've already got all the things. We're gonna, we're not buying another bed at this point. Are you talking about moving into the house together and yeah. starting life? Yeah, and, and we've already got everything. So we're married now. Like yeah. she's already got everything into the house. You know, she just looks at she goes she goes. This is so weird. You're so far away. You're so far away. I'm like, yes, but I'm gonna promise you inside of about a month, you're gonna wish I was far away. <laughs> <laughs> now let's fast forward to after the honeymoon we get home the very first night in the bed yeah she's fighting with the covers i'm fighting with the covers we're right up against each other it's getting too hot you know all this kind of stuff and then two nights later she just looks at me and she goes we should have got the king bed oh she's right I'm she like, knows. yeah you think <laughs> So, so the only reason we don't have a king size bed is because my wife was being all romantic and and I don't want you to be that far away. Listen, I'm okay with being far away when I sleep. Yeah, you want a good night's rest. Yeah, man. Like, it's so funny because it. Have you ever seen the drawings of like the husband and wife in bed together? No. There's a bunch of these, right? And yeah, like, it's always it. like it shows like the bed and the the coverage of the bed and the size of the bed. And then it shows a line that goes about three quarters of the way across the bed, and it says "wife." <laughs> and then it shows this little strip on the far side that says "husband." <gasps> that is my situation. Is that your life, man? There are some nights I go in to get in bed, uh-huh. and Rhea's passed out. Yeah, um, because I snore. You know this. You've heard it. Yeah. Um, and so she goes to bed before I do. That way, I can guarantee she gets some sleep. Yeah. So I go to go to bed, and her arm is on my pillow. Like, draped across my pillow. Do you see her and say, oh, I don't want to disturb her. No, I move her arm. (laughs) Throw it out of the way. (laughs) I just, I mean, I used to try to be, like, quiet and not bother her and all this stuff. And then I realized she doesn't wake up when I do this. So now I get in, I just push her whole body over, and I get in bed. Bridget does that to me in the middle of the night. And then the next morning, she'll wake up, and uh, she'll be like, so, um... Sorry about last night. You're just, you're scrouging me, you know? I felt crowded, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you don't remember this morning, like 3 a.m.? I just took my legs and just pushed your whole body to the other side of the bed. I'm like, nope, didn't wake me up whatsoever. That's hilarious. Yeah. But that's, it's so funny how many nights I get in bed, and my wife is literally practically laying where I would lay in bed. I like the very middle of the bed. I like laying... You know, I like my side. I like I'm. Co- I'm like I don't need a sliver. I don't need the whole half of a bed, but I at least need a third of it. And and, <laughs> and so like, when 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 I go to get in bed, I want a cold pillow. Yeah, I do want a cold pillow. Don't want her hot arm laying on your yeah, pillow. Yeah, so I got a hot arm. And here's the other thing about my wife when she goes to sleep. Yeah, I think that she has a temperature control that she doesn't have any control over. But the moment it gets after 10 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. Her body temperature goes up to like a thousand. I like believe that. she is an electric blanket for the whole bed. 
like burns the place up. And so like if she puts her arm on my pillow, my pillow's gonna be hot. Have you checked out any of Andrew Huberman Huberman's content? No, but it sounds like I need to. He is he's a doctor. Okay. And he's got a, a, a podcast and YouTube content and stuff. And he I've watched a number of his videos where they're basically just clips of him talking about different things. And the ones I've watched in particular, he's talking about sleep and like your circadian rhythm and how to have restful sleep and what your day should look like and blue blue light in your eyes and these triggers. Right, the right, right, right. Yada, yada, yada. He said that before bed, you know, ice baths are becoming a, like a huge thing. And uh, that sounds horrible. Now, I'm not saying to use that before bed, but I'm saying like there are ice baths and saunas and like heat treatment and heat shock proteins and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff has become very popular. And, and he's talking about how it's kind of counterintuitive that you would want to heat up before bed because um, if and I could be getting this wrong. So make sure you do your own research. But <laughs> your body needs to expel. Yeah, if you're listening or watching. <laughs> Sue him, not the podcast. This is Jeremiah Stringer Hikes. That's his YouTube channel. I'm not a doctor. He has an LLC. You can sue the LLC. <laughs> yeah, it won't, I won't be held personally liable. But I'm telling you, dude, your body needs to get rid of all that heat. And you cool so many I don't, parts of a degree or full degree or whatever while you're sleeping. So it's not, it's not abnormal for you. For you to get into bed and then you're like, man, my wife's body is burning me up. Yeah. Because your body's trying to get rid of that heat because it needs to cool down for your sleep. That's why, like, you can get smart thermostats and, like, set it to four degrees cooler at night or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, your body it needs to expel the heat. Well, all you. I know is my wife must be expelling a lot of heat. <laughs> yeah, she's the heater. Holy cow, man. I will tell you, um, you're talking about the bed sizes and stuff. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get into the sleeping pads in just a second. Yeah, yeah. But whenever I was in um, I was in high school, you know, living with my parents, the bed I had was my hand-me-down. And I kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but the bed stayed the same. It was a twin-size bed. The bed didn't grow with you? The bed did not grow whatsoever. Man, that's <laughs> a cheap bed. They, they weren't buying a new bed. I I finally just got too big for the bed. Yeah. But about the same time, it's time to go to college. And I don't know if you've been in a college dorm room lately, but they're about 11 feet by, oh, I don't know, 16 feet. So if you're going to put two people in there, you need twin-size beds. Can you show that picture to like our audience so they can see what comes up every time you get a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting here and all of a sudden that comes up and I'm like dying. Oh, that's my lock screen. That's awesome. Yeah, Bridget said that. She said it the day I was buying that truck out there. Oh, very nice. It's been the same ever since. Very nice. So anyway, I go to college and we're in this little dorm room. And um, it's a twin size bed. My feet hang off. And then I move into a uh, like a little college apartment. A little like suite style. You share a common area, but you have separate bedrooms, separate bathrooms. Full-size bed furnished in there. I'm making upgrades. Now, keep in mind, Bridges, my high school sweetheart. We went to different colleges, but we moved into um, this suite together. So, for the first time, we were able to stay at the same spot, have a full-size bed. sleep. We had separate bedrooms, but slept in the same yeah. bed. Both of us in this little full-size bed. 
Now, mind you, if she came over for a weekend whenever I was a freshman in college, both of us, twin-size bed. I don't know if you can even imagine that. I don't even fit in a twin-size bed. I was going to say, back, man, I've, uh, The things you do when you're 18, dude. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I, of course, when I was a freshman in college, I did not weigh what I weigh currently. <laughs> so It's a different life. You and we I went different in, directions. You, you were like the 300-pounder as your freshman in college. Yeah. I was the 170-pounder. The freshman year of college. We diverged. We have. We, we, we crossed paths and passed each other. So. Two strangers in the night. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how we fit, uh, how we fit in these um, twin-size beds and then the full-size. And then I remember we got a little house. We started renting a house in Bowling Green, going to college our senior year, driving to campus, no longer living this college dorm lifestyle right we're upgrading to our big boy pants we're about to start our big boy jobs graduate and i remember we didn't have a bed we just bought a box springs and a mattress from like a furniture store and threw it on the ground in a, in this little house that we we're didn't 12. even go to like a goodwill and try and find a frame no well eventually i drove to um like a thrift store like these little um excuse me what are they called it's like a flea market yeah Anyway, um, I saw on Craigslist that they were trying to get rid of uh, this used furniture set. And uh, I drove to this like thrift shop or whatever and got us a full mismatched bedroom suit. But we got a queen-size bed, got upgraded from the floor. And I was like, man, this queen-size bed versus that little twin size I was on two years ago, this is a different world. And then I come home. And now I have this king-size bed. I don't know how much bigger it gets. You know, I'm going to relate this to sleeping pads. All right, go ahead. Because my first sleeping pad was a self-inflatable one that was maybe three-quarters of an inch thick. Oh, good Lord. That, was my, that was my first sleeping pad. How thick's a mattress? Like, like six a, inches, eight inches You're talking thick? about a real mattress? Yeah, like 15 inches. Bed. 15 inches? 15 inches is, is like a lot of your mattresses nowadays. Good Lord. And, and yeah, the, I mean... The ones that are new, the new ones that are coming out are typically around 15 inches. Yeah. So this thing was made, not even an inch thick. Mm-hmm. So that was my first one. And it was like thin too. It barely fit my body. Um, it's what I took with my, for, for Kilimanjaro. Yeah. And what do you think the weight was on that one? Probably three and a half, four pounds. Well, self inflating. Yeah. And, and it was made out of like probably 40D denier, you know. This wasn't the Neo. Air gray one that this was probably Ozark Trail. Oh, that's the um, Walmart. You know, Walmart like, special. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was not like a world class sleeping pad. Uh-huh. So I went from that to the Thermarest Z Pad. Oh, that's like the foldable, the uh, closed foam, closed yeah. cell foam. So I went to that. I slept one night on that, and I never did it again. You don't even blow that one up, dude. It's just I, a piece of foam. It's horrid. I, people who sleep on that, I don't get it. It doesn't work for me. So then I go from that to the Nemo Tensor. Oh, dude, that's like going. You're that's like going to from, heaven. That's that's like going from driving a Hyundai to driving a Lamborghini. I mean, yeah. that's literally what that is. It's what it feels like. It does, and it's the it's the one before everybody else started buying them. Okay, so it's a it's a different valve system. Um, it was before they did the R ratings the way they do them now. It was called the 20R, and it was made for 20, it was a 20 degree sleeping pad. Okay, is what it was. So had that one. Then I moved up to the Sea to Summit. Oh, I can't remember what the name of the pad is. 
But it was good. It was it was a twenty five inch pad because mm-hmm. the the twenty five inches wide, twenty five inches oh, wide, that's good. and it was six feet long, seventy two inches. Because I'm not as tall as you, so I don't need the extra long one, so I can save sure. a few ounces there. Yeah. Um, and then I went from that one. Oh wait, I forgot one. Yeah. What's in between? It was a big Agnes uh, sleeping pad that I did before the Nemo, and it sprung three leaks in the first day. Got on the trash. Shell Toy Trace. Got to get rid of that. Got rid of that. Got my money back. And that's when I got the Nemo Tensor. Then I went from that to the Sea to Summit. I went from the Sea to Summit then to this big Agnes uh, one that I'm using now. Which one is it? I hate I hate the names of these pieces of gear nowadays. Hard to, hard to keep track of. It. But I'm using a big Agnes now. It's like three and a half, four inches thick, 25 inches wide. And it's comfortable. Yeah, dude, the thicker sometimes isn't always more comfortable, but there is a threshold that you want to be above. Yeah. Because some of them are so thin that even if you inflate them, like you still, when you your roll. Hip, your hip's going to be in the ground. Your yeah, shoulder's you going to be in the ground. It's going to be uncomfortable. You get pressure points. The the ultralight community, I found, really loves those closed cell foam pads. Oh, goodness. They're, but they're heavy. They throw like a tarp up. And then that little closed cell foam pad and throw that on the ground, well, and you're good to go. The thing is, the, the, the Thermarus Neo Air Uber Light is lighter than those. Is it? Yeah. It's like eight ounces. You know, Jonathan Slider brings one of those uh, Z Light or whatever they are as like a luxury item and puts it under his pad. No, I could, that'd be great in the wintertime. Yeah. Add some extra R add, value. D- add some major R value. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't want to have to fork out the cash for. A really cold, cold weather pad. Yeah, because you can, dude, you can spend three hundred dollars on just the yeah, pad. Yeah, two hundred fifty, three hundred bucks. Yeah, it's real easy. It's ridiculous. So okay, so if we're gonna if we're gonna make the perfect sleeping pad, wait, I didn't get to tell you my sleeping pad evolution. Oh, tell me your sleeping pad evolution then. Okay, I'd like to hear it. I started off also with a self-inflating. I don't have as many pads as you, so mine's gonna be shorter. Okay, <laughs> I borrowed a self-inflating uh, NeoWare pad, the gray one. And, you know, you open the valve, it self-inflates, and you blow it the rest of the way up. Okay? Now, my very first trip, my pad was non-existent. Didn't bring one and was going to bring a yoga mat to go as to go in my hammock. Now, that won't be heavy at all. It was heavy. <laughs> I bought it from Walmart. I still have it. It's, in, it's at the house in the bedroom. Sometimes I still do a little stretching yoga on it. Oh, it's yeah. Still yeah, useful. yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, I borrowed that other one, and that was my first actual, like, you could go to REM, buy that pad as a real backpacking pad. Wasn't thick enough. They're only like a half inch thick. It's not thick enough. Even fully inflated. So then I said, you know, I need a fat pad. So I went on Amazon, 60 bucks, a knockoff NeoAir X-Lite. And that's the yellow ones that are really popular. And it was non-insulated. And I went on a trip that it got down to like 40 degrees. It was actually, you know what Cumberland Falls on the Sheltoe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you pass Cumberland Falls and you keep going. You got that shelter up so five miles down the before trail. Before the shelter. So this okay. is like three miles past the falls. Yeah. Um, you can make a right and go to Dog Slaughter Falls. Yes. Or you yes. can keep going on the Sheltoe. Well, we can You know where the name for Dog Slaughter Falls comes from? Where? Somebody told Finish me. Finish your thing was, and I'll tell you the story. Okay. Um, so... We camped on like a little sandy beach area down there, and it got down to like 40 degrees. And we're like close to the water, you're only what 100 feet away from the water or whatever. I mean, it's very close. And um, I was cold, 
It was very cold with no insulation. It's 40 degrees outside on that sand. And I said, yep, this pad is not going to work for me. So then I got the NeoAir X-Lite. And I used that the whole time on the long trail, and it did good. But it sounds, you know, people say it sounds like the Lay's chip bags. Yeah. And it does. Big time. It didn't. Big it time. never woke me up from the sound of it, like rolling around at night or anything. But it is a little bit annoying. But the R value is fine. It was good. So I got to the point where I was like, this thing is only, I don't like the taper. So I don't know how wide it is at the top, maybe 22 inches or so. Yeah. It tapers down to like 18 inches. But your feet, you'll wake up, especially it's so hard to find the perfect place to sleep in the woods. And you will sometimes your sleeping pad will slide or it won't slide, but your feet will slide off the pad. And since it's tapered, that gives you less room for error for your feet sliding off. You wake up and your feet are cold and you're like, Whoa, you know, <laughs> and then you're trying to warm your feet back up. and It's four in the morning and you're just mad. So I said, I got to get rid of this tapered action on this bad boy. Yeah. So I got me the um, Nemo Tensor Alpine version. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I was really. That's like what a. F- Five, 4.5 or 5 it's R high. value? It's higher. Like, I've never gotten cold on it. But um, yeah, I like it because it's a full rectangle. There's no taper. But it is like maybe 20 ounces or so, 26 ounces, because I got the long, wide version. I'm, I'm of the strong belief that 25 inches, that, that right there should be minimal. For kind of what I'm going on the sleeping pad situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up your pad right now as we speak to yeah, find out what ahead. the R value is on it. I'll tell you what I really wanted. 4.8. 4.8. Yep, 4.8. So fairly I'll just high. close that 4.55. I really wanted the NeoAir uh, X-Therm. So that's, oh, yeah. That's like a 6. Yeah, that's very high. And Jason's got one, but it tapers. And Hunter, you remember I'd done that section of Sheltoe that I referred to earlier yeah. with Hunter. And he had the rectangle version of the X-Therm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But I never could find the long, wide version. Or if I did, I was going to have to pay out of pocket. And it's a lot of money, too. Yes. And at the time, I had a deal with Backcountry where I had a gear budget. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to wait until they have it. But they never had it in stock. Like, mm. it's always sold out. I don't know if they it's just— popular. I don't know if it was just that popular or they just didn't stock enough of them or maybe the stars never aligned for me and I wasn't on there when they had it or what. But I was too cheap. I was like, if I can get this, I'm already already working on these videos and, you know, I'm working in exchange for this gear. Why am I going to pay out of pocket if I'm putting in the time and logging the hours to pay for the gear anyway by making the videos? Mm Mm-hmm. Why would I pay an extra two or three hundred dollars right. out of pocket? You know, that's cutting into especially my trip when you got money. a pad that actually is really warm. Yeah, so it's been fine for me. But uh, and you sleep cold. Yeah, I sleep cold. So that's impressive. Like if that's good for you, that's going to be good for most people. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you, if you're if you're watching or listening, Jeremiah gets cold when it gets cold. <laughs> yeah, one thing I can do though to help with that is a full sleeping bag with a hood. Because yeah. I prefer a quilt, actually. I do, too. And I'll put, like, a beanie on or a, a down hat or something. But, yeah, if you go with the full zipped-up sleeping bag, you're going to sleep warmer because you got there's no drafts. Yeah. 
You know? I'm actually in the in the hunt for a new down beanie. I've had the same one since 2018. Who makes the one that you had? Some lady in Oregon, I think. <laughs> Some random lady. Yeah, I bought it off of her Facebook uh, marketplace. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know who. I can't remember who. It was it was literally five years ago. Uh-huh. So I, I would like to get a new one that's outdoor, a little bit bigger. Have you tried outdoor researches? Yeah, but I didn't know if anybody else had any better ideas. Yeah, oh, and by the way, I did okay. look up those two sleeping pads. Which ones? Uh, the ones that I had. Uh-huh. The the uh, C Summit was the Etherlite XT. Okay. And the other one is the Big Agnes Repeat SL. So those are the two two sleeping pads I had. I also have the Etherlite um, Winter Pad. It's massive. Like it's, <laughs> is it heavy? It it packs like this big. It's huge. Oh, that's... But it's got like a six five. Here's your winter pad. R, R rating. But Dan, who we talked about earlier, Dan Becker, he's not a fan of it. What, he said it, he said it got a little cold in it. With a, a six plus R rating, he doesn't believe the R value is true. Well, so yeah, that is a gr- kind of a gray area. Yeah. So okay. So so we've we've we covered a lot of pads here. Yeah. What would you consider to be the perfect sleeping pad? It's got to be thick enough that I'm not going to fill the ground, but. And firm enough, but also soft enough that you can sink into it a little bit. So I'm going to say probably three and a half inches thick. Or four. Four is fine, too, depending yeah. on how heavy it is. Three and a half, four inches, somewhere in that, yeah. that area. Yeah. And how wide do you think it should be? So I'm leaning toward 30 plus inches. I'm saying 30. Yeah, I was going to say 30 inches, which is starting to become a thing now. Yeah, but it, with two people, I don't know if you can get away with it. Unless you I never good... sleep in a tent with anybody on purpose. Well, with my wife, but your wife... My wife's never going to get in a tent with me. <laughs> Maybe a camper. Y'all get a king size bed. I can't afford a camper. What do I do a camper? I can't. It's not even I can't afford a camper. It's I can't afford to afford a camper. Yeah, because it's like it. You double and triple your cost for a camp trip. It's not just the camper. No, it's it's you gotta the have a truck up. to pull it. We yeah, gotta have the hook up. You gotta fight. It. You gotta pay for the electric and water and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll stick with tents. Yeah. So okay, so the sleeping pad we're talking soft. Soft. Three and a half, four inches thick, mm-hmm. uh, 30 inches wide. Yeah. I'm guessing we'd have to say 78 inches long to cover yeah. for tall people. Yeah. So and the weight would be right around what? I, it has to be under... Under two pounds. Oh, for sure under two pounds. I was leaning more toward like that maybe 24 ounce range, a little bit less. 20 is a good happy medium, I think. Yeah. Around 20 ounces now, would be... Now, 30 inches wide, that's going to be hard. I know. That's the problem is the weight. Because your denier's going to have to come down. Yep. Which so, something's going to have to cost... Someone's going to have to cover that. Yeah, and you're you're having to insulate inside. So that... Yeah. I don't know what the R value should be, but I'm saying something above probably five if you want yeah. it to be four seasons. And are we going to say quilt or sleeping bag? Well, I would do both. But it depends on the season and the circumstance. You know what I would like? What's that? Nobody makes it, but I wish they did. I wish somebody made, and, and I think Zen Bivy is close, mm-hmm. but a, a sheet that covers your pad that connects to your, your quilt, but they use these weird toggles for theirs. If somebody could create one that snaps, where you could just like snap it into place mm-hmm. so that it holds the quilt down, 
but you also have that sheet under you so you're not laying on the pad so it feels like you're sleeping in a bed yeah i think if you could make that you know do like a 950 uh fill fill power down on it so it's super lightweight oh yeah do you like like a a tendonier uh nylon on the outside cuz how many people outside of you with uh, the hot hands has ever really cut or burned their sleeping sleeping bags? Well, I wouldn't wish it on my worst end. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't happen typically. Yeah. So if you could do like a tendonier nylon with a nine fifty fill, and you could make it something that can snap into the the fabric that's going around your sleeping pad, mm-hmm. and keep that weight under two pounds. Yeah, but here's my problem with the snaps. Like I have I've had snaps on different products. And like if you if it's your foot if it's your foot box of your quilt and you know you can unsnap it to make it a blanket basically yeah if you wanted to they they come unsnapped too easy well it would have to be done well but I think anything's better than toggles and I don't want to do zippers because zippers are too heavy yeah it would add too much weight probably yeah so I can't think of anything better I know I know Enlightened Equipment does the like the little uh. The slide-in? The slide-in kind of things. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, but I'm not feeling that either. Uh, to me, the snaps are the only thing that makes sense. But Yeah, I've just had bad experiences in the past, but I get what you're saying. You need some device that attaches it that's simple yet effective. Yeah, that holds it down, but isn't difficult if you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Because the big thing about things like Zen Bivy and some of these other ones that do toggles... Mm-hmm. Man, it's the middle of the night, man. I don't want to deal with some stupid toggle Yes. to get out of my sleeping bag. I don't even like dealing with a zipper. No. But if I could just be like, snap, 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 and I'm get, and I'm out, Uh huh. that's easy. Yes. Because by the time I'm done using the bathroom, I'm awake enough to snap it back together. That's true. But when I first wake up, I'm not I'm not there. Yeah. So. And not everybody's out there doing miles and stuff on the trail. Some people, I'm not saying about everybody, but some people out there partying a little bit. And they might have had a couple of adult beverages, and they wake up in the middle of the night, and they're still feeling it a little bit. And then they're trying to mess with the toggle. That it happened. And they had to pee so bad. It's not happening. Yeah, it's a probably not the best it's, situation. It's, it's just in. not happening. Yeah. But I, I do think if you could do that, that allows it to stay close. You don't worry about drafts mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But at the same time, it makes it easy to get out of because I think that's important. Oh, yeah. Easy in and accessibility. out. Yeah, accessibility is big. Now, now, pillow. Wait, one other thing on yes. the quilt versus the sleeping bag one thing i absolutely love if it's not going to add too much weight is some type of ventilation system on your sleeping bag so for example i have the nemo um disco yeah and it's got two like maybe 20 inch long tiny zip areas that you can unzip and then that undoes the baffles a little bit so it brings a seam to the surface that wouldn't have seen any light of day and let you get uh, get rid of a little bit of the extra heat in there if you have to. And I think that right there, I don't know how much weight it would add because, like you said, zippers, they always add a little bit of weight. But if you could add that in, and another thing I hate about the quilts is, like, the snap behind your head. Yeah. If we could figure out something that would be a better design well, than that. I, I, that's where I would think if you could have a snap that snaps to the side yeah. Of the of the sleeping pad where the fabric is yeah, that keep, holds it down for you. Keep the drafts out, but not like cinch yeah, around. Where your I'm neck. not here, but I, I could snap it here. Yeah, because it's always annoying. I would love that. Yeah. And all I have to do is just pull right to the side of your head, and you can unsnap it. Yeah. 
I think it'd be golden. Okay, hit me with the pillow situation here. The pillow's a hard one. Yeah. Because everybody's got their opinion. A lot of people like that Thermarest pillow with all the like foam pieces in it. Mm-hmm. I like the Nemo Philo pillow. And that's that's my favorite one so far. The Eros pillow by Sea to Summit's also very good. Even even the Trekology pillow. Yeah. Is decent, but there's not one that feels like an actual pillow. I know, dude. And and the thing is to get enough down feathers in a pillow to make it like a bed like a pillow you sleep at home, uh. it would it would weigh as much as a pillow at home by that point. I met this guy that was a chiropractor on um, the Long Trail, and he was through hiking the Appalachian Trail. You know, we just happened to be at the same shelter, and it overlapped at the time. Right. And his luxury item, he had a actual pillow that you'd use on your bed, but it was like, I don't know, 25%, 35% Bryce Newbold does that. It's like a small, yeah, real pillow. regular pillow. Bryce Newbold does that. Um, if you guys ever watch Bryce Newbold's YouTube channel, uh-huh. um, he actually has, I think he has a pillow like that, like a my pillow, I think is what it's called. Yeah, but it's small. Yeah, it's smaller. But it's a real pillow. It's not like a fold up, uh, like squeeze the air out yeah. pillow. Because the Nemo fill is nine ounces. Yeah. I'd be willing to go 10, but I don't want to go much over 10 ounces. No, it's too much for a pillow. But at the same time, I want to sleep. Yeah. And the thing I don't like about the Thermarest pillows that have the foam in them, is um, they're great for like a week or two uh-huh. of use, and then they start compressing. Yeah, I think your oils and stuff get in there. Yeah, too. and so you can wash them, but they don't ever come back to where they were, like where they started. At least for me, and I, I used one the entire time I was on Kilimanjaro, and I used it for some camping trips after that, and I used it a couple times on the Sheltoe, and it just after after the week in Kilimanjaro, it just never kept its loft the same way again. Yeah. And I bought a new one just to try it. And I still was like, this is just not, this is not it. So for me, if there was a way where you could, and this is, this is my thought process. If you're able to get something that has enough cushion around the outside that you don't have to do the whole thing with cushion, and you could pump it up between all of that. Yeah. So if there's air in between it, but on either side of it is something that feels more like a pillow. Yeah. Why does all of them only have cushion on one side? I guess it's to save weight. I guess, but it just to me that would be that would be ideal and if you could keep it to 10 ounces or less. Uh-huh. To me that would be perfect. That'd be the perfect pillow. Yeah, I'd want less than 10 ounces cuz that's over half a pound. But you're going to have to make some sacrifices to get the perfect yeah. sleep. I'll I'll give up ounces for sleep. Because and if I don't get any sleep, doesn't matter how many ounces anything weighs because I'm going to be miserable the next day. <laughs> That's right. I'll add in one more thing about the sleep system, okay? One last thing is your pillow will sometimes slide off of your pad. Yes. So I love, if I'm using a, um, a sleeping bag with a hood, I love a compartment that I can stick the, sleep, the pillow into the sleeping yeah, bag. Yeah, I agree Like a with little that. compartment that slides in in the hood. Or something that wraps around the pad. Yes. So I need some way. Is that the rain again? That's a hurricane. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, we're still here. We're still here at Mono's. And, man, I'm glad I'm not outside right now. Amen. But uh, <laughs> some way to keep the, the pillow from sliding away, whether it's a strap that straps around the pad, or if you're using a quilt, or whether it's a sleeve inside the hood. Or some people, I think... Um, well, I take that back. I was going to say they use their buff to to attach it, but I think they just use their buff as like a I know people fabric. use their raincoats, and they'll wrap their raincoat 
Well, they zip around it the up. pillow, and they'll just zip it up around the pillow and use the oh, back of their raincoat on top of their pillow. But then you've got that fabric from the raincoat, which I can't imagine that's fun to sleep on. No, like I'm wearing a rain jacket right now, and I don't, I don't know. That's kind of soft feel that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it feels, still it feels like a pillow. I still wouldn't want to. It's not like a pillow at home with the pillow. No, case. but it feels like it feels like a plastic pillow you'd sleep on at camping. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So with that said, with all that said, we've just now named for you the perfect sleep system. So, just like the last episode, leave a comment. Give us your perfect sleep system. What would it look like? What would the weights be? How much would you be willing to spend? Throw that out there. Let us know in the comments and leave us a voice message on our channel at backpackingpodcast.com so we could find out more about what you guys would like. And if we like your voice message, it might just make its way onto the episode. Yeah, man. It's a fun little episode. Trying to figure out and decipher the perfect night's sleep. We're basically making everybody's lives better with this podcast. Yeah, I do what I can to equal out the scales in life. I just want to make everybody's life great. It's a lot of humility at this uh, table right now. <laughs> We're humble. <laughs> <laughs> so for myself and Jeremiah, we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, adios, folks.